Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hello once again, everybody, and welcome to the Manny Diaz Show Joseph Gacki with my broadcast partner, Don Bailey Jr., and University of Miami head coach, Manny Diaz. Hurricanes with a big game coming up this weekend, Miami and Michigan State, 12 o'clock kickoff at Hard Rock Stadium. But, Coach, you're coming off a hard-fought victory against Appalachian State. Yeah, uh, credit to App State. Yeah, they, they are a good football team. It was a hard-fought win. It was a harder-fought win than it probably needed to be. Um, some of that you got to credit what they did and how hard they played. Um, some of that just simply comes down to our mistakes. You know, we, we, we won the turnover battle. We outscored them 7-0 in points off turnovers. We won the explosive battle. We dominated field position uh, by 247 yards of hidden yardage when you factor in the drives times average starting field position. All of those things should equal up to a, a, a great performance. We couldn't score when we got down there close. You know, uh, we have five red zone trips, um, only get two touchdowns you know, on, on those drives with three field goals, eight times we penetrate inside their 40-yard line. And go eight times inside the 40, only come away with two touchdowns. Um, you keep someone in the game. Now, hand them 10 points in kicking game, right? Because we got a field goal blocked and we gave them a, a kickoff return on a touchdown. So really, you, you, you gift them 10 in special teams. Uh, you have all these missed opportunities on offense, and suddenly you're going to be in a four-quarter game. Manny, Lou Headley, I... I if there's an MVP for the game, it'd be hard between him and Borgalis, right, with the winning game. But early on, he just took control of field position by himself. Yeah. What a weapon Lou is. Yeah. And, and guys running down, you know, like Al Blades, Kervin Hall did a great job as missiles getting down there and downing kicks close. But, you know, you know, ideally, you play great defense, you make someone have to drive the ball the long way against you. You know what I mean? And I was proud of the defenses. Every time we had them pinned down, we got the Amari Carter interception. And we got a three and out. We had another stop that led to the snap going over the punter's head. So three times we had them pinned deep in their end zone. Um, it came, we came away with points in all three of those occasions. You know, you, you mentioned the, uh, the trips inside the 40-yard line, the eight trips inside the 40-yard line. Can you pin it on, on one thing? I know we probably dive into execution. Is it execution of plays or is it more the penalties that – a penalty did take a touchdown off the board. Yeah, I think it's all of the above. And, and, and – you know, and his coaches were responsible to get those things corrected. Um, you know, obviously, as you mentioned, a penalty not getting lined up on the line of scrimmage takes away a touchdown. Um, 
you know, towards the end of the game, we've got an offensive pass interference that really knocks us out of field goal range, almost knocks us out of scoring range. Um, and then sometimes it's some simple stuff. I mean, dropping a ball on, on third down in the red zone, you know, uh, had some misreads, you know, on some, on some run pass keeps or some run pass RPOs. And it's just, these are the things that we've got to get corrected. They, I mean, ideally we've, we, we, um, we know how good we can be and it's, it's a, it's not very far from seeing that these drives turn into touchdowns and all of a sudden a performance you score 25 points is up in the forties. And now it's a very different outcome to the game. Coach Tyreek Stevenson showed up against Alabama two weeks ago and then makes, you know, at the end of the game, he makes a huge play, but showed up the entire ball game, whether it was in the special teams or also playing, playing his spot in the secondary. Your thoughts on him? Yeah, you feel Tyreek's presence on the field. You know, you feel the side of the field that he's on um, when he's in man coverage. Um, I, th I thought as a punt catcher, I thought he was excellent, you know, fielded the punts well and then went north, you know, and, and, and got, we always say, get us a first first down when you catch a punt and um, set us our offense up on some really good field position a couple of times. And, and it was just great to have that last play that they, they challenged him in man coverage and he made a great play on the ball. The guy would have been short of the first down even if he caught it, uh, but Tyree got it, got it out and, and secured the victory for us. We should mention also, uh, we kind of touched on the top of the show, but App State, this is what they do. They've got this kind of program. A couple of years ago, they took Penn State to overtime. That Penn State team only had Mike Gusecki and Saquon Barkley on it, about nine other NFL guys. That being said, your team did find a way to win the game. If you combine that with what happened last year in the fourth quarter, is there something that the team takes out of that in a positive way? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, 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 our, our effort was great, even when it wasn't going well. Um, we didn't have any negativity. No one was turned against each other. You know what I mean? I think, you know, there's certain games where it just comes down to we got to go solve the problem. You know, you're not, you're, you're, the style points aren't happening the way you want it to. Um, and you kind of reshift your focus and say, let's come out of here with a win. And, you know, if you look at the way that the, the game ended, you know, defense really, I thought, you know, gave up one, had one poor drive in the first, really kind of dominated the middle part of the game. All of a sudden gives up a, a drive there at the end. Ah, you know, stinks. But look what happens after that. Offense picks him up, goes right down the field. Stalls, though, Borgalis and special teams come in, make the kick that puts us ahead, and the defense comes back, back out there and gets a stop to win the game. So it was one of those where all three phases in winning time made the plays necessary to win the football game. A name that Hurricane fans need to get to know is Chance Williams. He has the tip that allows Amari Carter for the pick, which sets Miami up for the score. Just a nice combination there. Yeah, and Chance is the one that forced the fumble last week uh, against That's Alabama. Right. So he's been involved in two turnover plays. Um, learning more consistency about the position, but you can see that Chance can make a play that, mm -hmm. that can impact winning. So, uh, you know, the, the experience he's getting is going to just make him a better and better player um, down the road, but it's fun to see him make those flash plays that, that, that lead to turnovers. You did have a couple of uh, significant injuries at running back and linebacker. Uh, maybe an update on that, but also Cameron Harris did accept the responsibility of, okay, we're short here, and I thought he really might have been the performance of his career in terms of the way he battled and stayed in the game because there was really not, uh, the Calvary wasn't coming at that point. It's tough, um, you know, running back in this offense, especially when you're playing at a high tempo, it's a, you know, you get, it's a collision position. You know, yeah. someone's gonna run into you on just about every play and um, Cam made some really good runs, you know, uh, should have had two touchdowns, of course. Um, and this is his time now. You know, I mean, this is his time, and he, he's, he's got to embrace being the man, which I think he, I think he's, he wants to. Um, um, because obviously missing Don was a big blow for us on offense. Uh, so proud, proud of the way that Cam ran, and we're going to need him again this weekend. 
Coach Gervin Hall, 10 total tackles, very, very active and a, and a very solid player. Yeah, Gervin, um, you know, Gervin, I think, got off to a good start versus Bama tackling. Um, did the same thing last week. We just, you know, for us defensively to be what we want to be, we've, we've made big jumps in, in our mind in our run defense. Um, Pass-wise, there's, there's, there's been a couple miscommunications a game that are providing some explosive plays for the other team. Uh, we get that communication settled. We get that out of our system. Now I think we're really starting to see that type of dominating performance that, that is our expectation here at Miami. We'll probably talk about him every week, but people were concerned about De'Aaron King right now. He's number one in the ACC in total offense per game. And we did see him run quite effectively the other night, not only scrambles, but also design quarterback runs. Yeah, Derek is he's also number one in, in, in courage because, you know, it, it got to a point, obviously, we weren't playing great on offense, right? And right. Derek is a guy that says, you know what, I'm going to find a way to get this thing done. And no one's open. I gotta, if i got to run for it, if i got to put my head down, if i got to die for it, um, it just reached a point where whatever I have to do to make the Miami Hurricanes win, you can count on me to do it. And I, I think that inspires everybody on our sideline. Coach, you had some costly drops, a couple of those, and Will, and Will Mallory is a guy that I haven't seen. I don't even remember the last time he, he missed an opportunity, missed one as well, but does that get better this week because you came out strong against Alabama and had very few of them? Yeah, that was um, unexpected, yeah. I'll put it that way. And when you mentioned guys like Will or Mike that just don't, don't drop passes, certainly not very often. So uh, um, they'll go back to work. Not, you know, Our guys live on that jugs machine, and, and they take a lot of pride in that. And uh, um, and that's why you get back on Green Tree, you know what I mean? Because what you don't like, you fix, and you come out a better version the next week. Is there uh, something, Coach, you've been, a, you've been a problem solver so far. There's something that you look at last week's game and say, okay, this is what happened last week. We can't have this happen this week against Michigan State. Is there one item that you've put as a point of emphasis? Well, of course. I mean, that's what you do, right? Because yeah. you say, don't worry about, you know, why does it look the way that it looks? And then how do you fix the why? That's what we get a chance to do every week. We get a chance to attack the why. Um, and that's why it's important. We call it Tell the Truth Sunday. You have to be upfront with the players and honest on what, you know, what things are good that we're doing and what are the things that are, that are keeping us from being our best. Um, and we've sort of talked about it. It's easy on offense. It's, you know, it's, it's look at what's going on in the red zone. Now, there's a lot of things to that, right? We got to get better running the football. You know what I mean? Too, too, many, too many zero yard gains or, or negative yard gains. Um, in the run game, um, more cohesive up front. You know what I mean. You know, finding the right guys up front. Um, it's like I said, better decision making sometimes on the zone read stuff. Um, that's going to help because it, you know it gets harder to throw the ball in the red zone. So you, you got to have some run game when you get down there. Um, and then as I mentioned, defensively, it, it's going to be communication. You know, we, we get tired later in drives. People go fast on us, and you know suddenly you cut guys loose because we didn't roll to the proper coverage. Guys don't communicate and. Um, you know, you can't have those things. That's what, that's what modern-day college ball is all about. They try to get defensive players to, to have to make quick decisions, and if they make the wrong one, it's an explosive play. I mean, I want to dig into that a little bit. You, you talk about you accent the, the positive, and you always are trying to get rid of the negative, of course, but that's done on Sundays by film, by conversation, by going out and practicing it, you know, in one-on-ones, or meaning out on the field. You attack that extremely hard every single week. Right. Well, we, what we always talk about with our players is, is everything we can show you, we either can show you on film or we can show you with data, right? right. It, 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 there's no op opinions here. There's no feelings involved in it. It's, it's, it's what does the film say about our performance and what do the numbers say? And how does that relate to winning? That's why we, we always go through our plan to win. 
if you dominate turnovers, you know, or you outscored someone turnover 7-0, you, you beat them in explosive plays, and you, you dominate field position, those three things all give you, if you win any one of them, you have a 75% chance of winning the game. Winning all three is huge. Um, how, how is this game close? 10 points in special teams. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's unpack that. You know, how do, we, how do we fix our kickoff coverage? Oh, gosh, you got a couple of true freshmen, you know, avoiding a block the wrong way. You got this guy, you know, okay. And then why do we get a field goal blocked? You know, okay, you got a new guy in field goal protection. You know, guy gets blown up, gets kicked. You know what I mean? We make an adjustment there. Um, and, you know, so, and so you, you solve the problem. I mean, that's what, that's what football is. It's, you come in every week, you solve the problem, and, and that's why you're better the next week. This team you have coming in this week, Michigan State, they are huge, they are old, and right now they're really running the football well. Yeah, they have, um, the word is explosive, you know. Um, they've, they've scored 75-yard touchdowns the first play of the game the first two <laughs> weeks. It's, that's hard to do. Um, you know, the back walker, uh, Wake Forest transfer, um, he's special. And he gets in the open field, he, he, can, he can go all the way. Uh, and, I, and I really like their wide receivers. Their wide receivers are they make tough catches. Uh, they've got good speed. So they, they've got, you know, this is not just a big plotting Big Ten team. This is, this, these are guys that can run and, and make plays and, and, and be, be explosive. So it's a great challenge for us on defense. Um, their defense is, is, is what you would consider your Big Ten. They're big, strong, physical, tough, tackle well, leverage the ball well, keep the ball in front of them, uh, mix up some pressures with some zone coverage. Um, so it's going to be a great challenge, but, but I'm, I'm glad they're coming to our place and we're going to have a great crowd, and I, I know our guys are going to be fired up to play them. Mel Tucker, their head coach, took over at Michigan State, and I think it's fair to let everybody know that this wasn't a program that was on the decline when he took it over. Their, the former head coach left, and it, that program's been very, very consistent, especially the last five or six years. So there's a heck of a foundation that's already there. Yeah, that's true. And then you have to imagine his first year when he came in, you know, it's hard to be a first-year head coach when, when you have the COVID. You know, he, he was kind of hired late in the cycle, and then all of a sudden the pandemic hits, and you're not around your players. And, you know, and then the Big Ten wasn't going to play football, and then they decided to play football. You know, it, it's just hard to gleam a lot from their performance a year ago. Um, but certainly over two weeks, they're one of the top teams in college football. I mean, you, you have to just judge off what's real and what's on film. Um, and they have blown out two football teams. So uh, their, film, their film gets your attention right away. All right, Miami and Michigan State coming up on Saturday. Hard Rock Stadium, a 12 o'clock kickoff. It was great to see fans there last week and hope to see a bunch of people there on Saturday for Miami and Michigan State. More with head coach Manny Diaz right after this. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.